Do the trashy pulp novels of the world have anything to offer? Our bestseller is all they're cracked up to be. Here at Terrible Book Club, we explore whether you really can judge a book by its cover or its ridiculous synopsis. You ever passed a book and thought, ugh, who's reading this? We probably are. Episode 159 of the Terrible Book Club. I'm Paris and this is Chris. Hello. This time we read Dancing with Cats by Burton Silver and Heather Bush, published in 1999 by Chronicle Books. This was donated to the show by Tanner, who found it at an awesome used bookstore in Minneapolis that sadly no longer exists. Uh, I think the reasons we chose this for the show are clear enough in the title alone. Who wouldn't want to read about, you know, dancing with your cat? Sounds fun. If this is your first time listening to this show, what we do here at the Terrible Book Club is read books that we assume will be bad based on their cover, title, summary, or some combination of the three. Sometimes, like today, we read books that our patrons, listeners, or friends recommend or donate to the show. So we do the opposite of what most people do in a bookstore or while they're browsing the internet, and usually this experiment results in a hilarious and disappointing read, but once in a while we end up liking the book. Content warnings. Uh, In addition to our usual barnyard language, today's episode includes discussion or mention of uh, cats, obviously, and just a lot of new age woo-woo energy stuff. You know, if last time you were like, this is too much woo-woo for me, this is... A nice little gradient off of that. Yeah, it's another of the shit tributaries, you know, Chris was talking about in the last Mm -hmm. episode. Yep. Shit tributaries, um, please. It's not... It's not quite as heavy as the last book but <laughs> it's definitely not as much involved here but somehow we're still on the etheric plane we're still on the astral planes who who would have guessed it all right chris since you have the physical book this time could you read us kind of the back of the book summary or perhaps what is in the uh the front fold if there's no back of the book yeah, it, this book is weird because it's got like that front fold thing happening, but it's not like it's a cover of a hardcover book. It's just as if it would be covering a hard... It's just a flappy thing. I mean, the literal back of the book just has nine lives, four paws, and all the right moves. So, I mean, that's enough right to get you going. <laughs> pretty good. But the actual like inner flap here to explain what the hell you're looking at says, while researching their groundbreaking book, Why Cats Paint... Burton Silver and Heather Bush discovered another phenomenon that seemed to merit further investigation. People who dance with their cats. Or more accurately, cats who dance with their people. All around the world today, people are rediscovering the ancient practice of cat dancing. Tapping into the remarkable method of channeling feline energy. Share the gift of feline grace and connect with your cat on an entirely new level. Let yourself be inspired by the joyous photographs and moving testimonials in these pages. A brave leap forward in the history of human-feline relations. Dancing with cats will have you and your cat jumping for joy and cutting a rug in no time. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for that spirited reading. 
<clears throat> I mean, I'm so, trying to match the energy we were seeing here. It, you know, so if you're sitting here or standing or walking here listening to the show and thinking, Dancing with Cats, oh, it's probably just a clever title for, you know, a memoir or something. No, it's literally about dancing with your cat. That is what we're talking about here. Uh, the characters and setting are, you know, you and your cat and then a bunch of cat owners and their cats who dance together. Uh, we like to provide a short summary, usually short, of what the actual like beats in the book are or the, the grand theme so that you can understand what we're dealing with here as we talk about the things that were good and bad with it. So uh, for Dancing with Cats, all I've got is uh, a group of people have developed a mass delusion in which they believe they can telepathically communicate with their cats and dance with them, generating powerful healing energies that can cure depression, arthritis, etc. Yep. That's what you got here. Yep. I mean, it's like a, what, 80-page book where most of it is photography and pictures. So, not it's a quick read. I did it 20 minutes sitting in a Capital One cafe somewhere in Massachusetts. Basically hunched over it in such a way because the pictures were so absurd that I did not want to be caught reading this in public. But I had nothing better to do at the time because I, I basically had to just wait for Paris to get out of work for us to do something else. But I was like in a corner, like up against a stone pillar in there and I was like turning my body to face that pillar and hunching over the book and like folding it in half and trying to obscure any possible picture visibility with my with my physical body <laughs> by sitting in that fashion. So no, you just gotta hopefully no one saw me up in that Capital One cap. Honestly, I probably looked worse, right? It probably made yes. it look creepier that I was like trying to hide this shit. Yeah, you know some security guy is like reviewing camera footage and is like, what is that? Why does that guy look so suspicious? Wait, what is he reading? What is that? Enhance. Why is Enhance. there a, a nearly nude man with cats <laughs> on that book? Yeah. So, what, what was good about this book, Chris? What was good about Dancing with Cats? I will say the photographs themselves are pretty good and fine and cool and good. You know, everyone seems to be having a good time. The cats mostly look like they're okay. Although there's this one picture of what looks like a child about to cannonball directly into a cat's body here. It, like that cat yeah. looks like it's trying to defend itself a little bit. That cat looks there's like another one. Yeah. <laughs> there is another one. I don't remember exactly where it is, but it looks like the cat is jumping up to claw at the person's face that is supposedly dancing with them. Oh yeah, this one right oh, here. Oh yeah. There's a lady in like a bird tutu outfit. Oh yeah. And th bird. this cat looks pretty much like it's going for her face. Yeah, because she's one. dressed like a giant bird, which is prey to a cat, so I don't know what she's <laughs> expecting. Uh, there, there's one photograph that sticks out. Well, there's a few that stick out in my mind, but one of them, <laughs> in terms of in terms of the cats looking maybe not stoked, is the one where it's like this el elderly couple and they're putting on a full play with the cat as a character, oh, and yes. they're all dressed up, and oh, the yes. cat is wearing a cone beak on its face, and the way they've captured the cat is it is leaping up, and it surprised and terrified to have a little cone on its face and i feel very bad for it <laughs> yes i see it is i know our viewers can't, I, i'm sorry our listeners can't see that one but just to remind paris of what's going on there i had to show it on my webcam oh. there oh yeah they'll see it don't worry we'll take some pictures oh good <laughs> oh good because there's, there's there's some relevant context here so yeah i mean i guess you know cat pictures are like an almost universal source of enjoyment uh so it was kind of fun to look through that was about it 
Uh, that was about it. Which, I mean, for a, a book that is mostly photography, that's a pretty big plus in its favor. I would say that if the photographs are pretty good, that are in the, it's a majority of like these full color photographs happening here, you would want that to be pretty good. So point in its favor, I suppose. Well, how about how about we dissect what I said a little more carefully? I said cat <laughs> pictures are almost universally enjoyed. The people contorting and wearing costumes and potentially nude it's some of these not <laughs> things i want to see i don't want to see people doing these things so it was a little tough for me because i was like oh cats bouncing around that's fine but then i have to look at you know humans doing really bizarre motions and pretending to connect with their cats it's just very weird True. That does, but I think that like if you had left any words out of this book and just made it the photographs by itself, even with the people in it, it would have been an insane, fun journey. But um, I, I think I disagree with you because like there's the picture of the guy in like cat body paint in there, and that to me is an absurd delight that I needed to see. If it was just like his foot in the shot and it was like painted like a cat, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on there? I need to see more. Uh, so. Yeah, there is. Chris is referencing perhaps the most notable image in which a man is wearing only a thong with a cat tail and he's painted like a cat. And yeah, that's that's in my mind forever now. Um, so yeah, things that were bad. Uh, we didn't need a forward preface and introduction. Please condense the <laughs> intros to your books. Why did we have to have three separate introductions to a book that is all picture? I mean, and they all kind of said the, the same thing. I don't. I honestly could not tell you. Paris, the what's the difference between a forward and a preface and an introduction? I've never understood. You and know, I'm, I, I'm too afraid to ask. I guess I don't actually know, but in this case, they were indistinguishable and therefore should have been condensed. <laughs> <laughs> feels like they just had three people write something and they didn't expect all three of them to come back with something. And they were like, oh, shit, they'll be mad if I don't include it. So um, <laughs> I guess you're a forward and your uh, intro and your uh, a preface that's it okay cool i got it problem it. solved all good <laughs> um yeah i found the pictures of the people like not nearly as enjoyable as the pictures of the cats i really would have preferred focus on the cats uh and then just like you know elements of the people being present like if we saw like an errant leg or hand or you know lock of hair that's fine yeah hard hard disagree with you here man this is relevant to the context of why this is a fun picture book to me yeah i i don't know i just would have liked to focus on the cats all right so um we got, got a lot of claims in this book um so this book does a lot of <laughs> we do you know, for we all certainly of its, do for all of its brevity it certainly makes a lot of claims both historical <laughs> and medical and it um Got a lot of a lot of just saying things without citing any sources. Saying things that do not seem obviously true, like dancing with cats is not new. The earliest written record of a cat dancing with a person is 1692, and the nursery rhyme "Hey diddle diddle" basically proves this. And then it like talks about the nursery <laughs> rhyme, and I was just like, How, "What?" Let me see if I can find the relevant passage here about "Hey diddle diddle." Yeah, the earliest written record of a cat dancing with a person dates from 1692, and evidence of the practice is alluded to in the nursery rhyme, Hey Diddle Diddle. Wait a minute, so that 1692 thing is a different claim that they just don't even tell you what that is. Yeah, it's well, that's just, what I mean. It's someone just like, in 1692 said that. 
Anyway, the cat in the fiddle is clearly a reference to the cat's supposed ability to somehow get us up and dancing, even causing the dish, parentheses, the maid, to run away with the spoon, parentheses, a crazy person. Real good analysis, real what? deep thoughts there. <laughs> because, you know, the universal symbol of a maid, Paris, the dish. Yes. And the spoon. And then the, the spoon is a symbol for a crazy. Everyone knows. You hold up a spoon. Everyone's like, oh, oh, I get it. Yeah, he's crazy. He's out of his mind. The spoon is because it's um it's it's long. It's it holds uh your uh, food. Um, how is a spoon a crazy person? <laughs> I, I don't know how any of this makes any sense. I mean, and listen, in 1692, someone talked about a cat dancing somewhere. Don't ask me where. I'm not going to tell you, but someone did. I People mean, if you want more information on this nursery rhyme, seriously, just read the Wikipedia page for it. It's nothing about fucking dancing with cats. God damn it. It has nothing <laughs> to do with that. Um, you know, at least from this cursory review here, I. Yeah, and what what is the significance of 1692 and cat dancing? Cat Lumbus sailed the ocean blue. You know what happens? You know, we're going to bring back my favorite phrase from the last episode, an aerobaros of suffering, because that is how I would describe <laughs> trying to figure out what the fuck this person is talking about with the first recorded cat dancing in 1692. Because guess what? If you search for that, it just brings you back to the website for this book. There is it's just... <laughs> Just a big old circle of misery. (laughs) They don't even tell you where to look, Paris. They don't even tell you where they could possibly back up this claim. And then it just continues like this throughout the whole. And it's bizarre because you're like, oh, a cute book about like people having fun with their cats. No, this is some fucking insidious shit. Okay, next. The next like fact is. Okay. uh, Sorry, it's going to take me a little bit to explain. But if you have had a cat or if you've known someone with a cat. Sometimes they get what we colloquially call the zoomies or the zooms, right? Where they just rock it around the house real fast. They're running around, just getting out their energy. This often occurs right after they poop. So the poop zoomies are kind of an observed common cat behavior. (laughs) Some cats zoom, you know, without the need for pooping, but many of them zoom post-poop. So... I mean, a lot of, you know, I think it's just like, oh, I'm getting my energy out or like, oh, I feel so great. You know, you feel pretty good after you poop, right? You're like, oh, I'm lighter. Like, I, can, yeah. I can run at the speed of fucking <laughs> Look how sound. fast I can yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Like, Rolling <laughs> around at the speed of sound. Got no poop in my butt. Can run really <laughs> fast now. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it, it's, again, just a common cat behavior. Makes sense. Cats are meant to be active and, you know, you feel pretty good after you poop, right? Um, no, this book says that poop zoomies are actually cats trying to get us to dance. <laughs> that's, that that's is what they really want. They want to get down. Yeah. Cats are not just running around. It's an invitation to dance. Do you accept <laughs> the invitation? <laughs> I find that very difficult to believe, especially since there is no, okay, okay. no citations from veterinarians or like animal behaviorists or <laughs> anything. Um, this poop zoomologist. Yeah, I need... <laughs> I need a poop zoomologist down here in room 43 stat. Poop zoomologist, please, please report room 43. Uh, Another, it just continues with the claims, saying cats will bob their heads and swish their tails in time to music if they like it. 
I, I mean, maybe some cat somewhere has done that, but sure. it's definitely not most cats. No, it, and that's the thing. It's it's stated as though it is like, it is like a a, a a reaction that is so consistent that you that it definitely happens all the time. And no, I have had many cats, and I've never seen them bob their head to music or switch. Because you're tail. listening to that devil music, Paris. How are they supposed to keep time with those blast beats? Do you think? Okay, so it says in time. So what if you played like something in like I don't know. <laughs> 179 or something. The cat's got it. She's got well, it. Well, you can't have nine as a, as a denominator, but I mean, that's, <laughs> I guess that's if true. You're, I guess you're doing some real crazy sugar shit. You know, I point being like, I don't think a cat would, in, I don't think this, I don't feel in my heart of hearts based on my lived experience that that makes any sense. As the like most a, I've seen is like the videos of the cat with like a mechanical metronome that's going and they'll kind of like every time it clicks, they do like the little scared cat like reaction kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Perhaps if you have the music loud enough and there's a very like four on the floor thumping kick drum or something yeah. like that, they might react in time to that. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's an observed behavior with a lot of cats that they would bob around or switch their tail in time with music. I think some birds do that. Birds, definitely. But, but birds are very musical yeah. creatures. Birds sing yes. and build songs to each other, depending on the species. So, like, that makes more sense. Cats don't... Cats don't have songs. Cats don't do music stuff. I, In fact, their verbalizations, at least the ones we're used to, them meowing, are just based on their proximity to humans and knowing that if they meow like a kitten, they can get something from us. It's not, a, it's not something they do in the wild. Cats don't meow in the wild, you know? They're not making little chirpy songs in the wild (laughs) so little cat dj out there i'm dropping my ep next month i promise i know it's been like a year since i've been working on it but like listen i'm out here catching all these like rats and mice and stuff it just kind of gets in the way i had a chance to like really sit down and like work on it like i'm trying to get the lyrics out and i just keep coming back to the same old themes of like poop zoomies and lying around and like how much i want this nice juicy rat so i'm just not feeling inspired guys i'm sorry yeah, I, uh, I again, like, this isn't, and I'm not saying, like, oh, I don't believe this ever could be true. I'm saying, you got to convince me because this isn't a fact I just know by, like, stepping out of my house or, like, watching a cat for five minutes. Like, it's not an obvious known fact, so you need to provide some kind of citation. Like, even if I know this is supposed to be just a fun picture book, just just put a citation in there. It's not hard. It's really not hard. It wouldn't ruin anyone's enjoyment, and it would... Lend some credibility to what you're saying. Oh, right, but you can't cite anything because this is bullshit and there is no source <laughs> for this. I don't think and, and people that wrote the text in this book have ever cited a source in their entire lives. It's one yeah, of those things I'm that they just sure. don't ever think to have to do. Uh, well, here we go. Here's our next fun claim. Dancing with cats can get so powerful that, quote, an unstable etheric oscillation could collapse into an astral vortex and suck my spiritual reserves into a state of negative submatter, end quote. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is an especially uh, hippy-dippy dude in one of those sections that makes that claim about how, oh, man, I'm charging up my cat. My cat is going super saiyan with all this etheric <laughs> energy right now. Just... Like if you if you don't if you don't hold it back, you're gonna get sucked into what does he say? The, the um, I should know this from the last book. Well, the, he says suck that, my yeah. spiritual reserves into a state of negative submat. See, that doesn't align with what Niles McFleur was saying. So someone's wrong here, Paris. Uh oh. <laughs> I think someone's wrong here. Well, 
you know, maybe Catherine Gollan can explain since she's a oh. psycho historian who notes that women oh, were known good. to dance with cats as a means of building up energy states to positively influence various psychic processes. You know, psycho historian to me sounds like a really fun job where it's like a historian, but you're also out of your fucking mind. <laughs> you're, you're like, well, when Genghis Khan crossed um, into uh, the lower parts of Europe at one point, he was also dancing with cats at the same time. And that allowed his you know, army to take over because everyone was, you know, just so enthralled with the etheric energy from the, all the dancing cats that, you know, they just, you know, were sublimated to Genghis Khan's will. And everyone else in the fucking, like, PhD defense session is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so I I tried to find this woman, Catherine Gollin, this psycho historian. I can't find anything. <laughs> I don't know if this person... They locked her up. It's what... <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, like, there's people named Catherine Gollin, but none of them seem to be psycho historians that are referencing women dancing with cats to influence psychic processes. There, There seems to be a lot of connection between, like, <laughs> well, you know... Cats are related to psychic energy because, like, witches used to have them. It's like, dude, what? Like, that is it's like fairy tale shit. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, sure, and like maybe we can like make a point to like the reason this was in like old tales is because X, Y, and Z. But it's it it ain't this. Yeah, I I don't know. Just very confusing. Like, if you're if you're citing. I mean, and this is like their only attempt at a citation, even though it just says like, hey, this person said this. And I then I can't find that anyone actually said that or that person might not even exist. I know this book came out in 1999, which was quite a time ago, but still it would. 1999, real banner year for woo woo. Oh, my God, you're right. Both of these came out in 90. 90- you know, what's funny is I was telling Chris, I was like, I didn't set this up. Like, I didn't choose afterlife love followed by dancing with cats because they were related i had no idea they were related i had no idea they were both written in 1999 um yeah you thought it was just some cat dancing thing that would be a nice palate cleanse from the last book because it was so short too you know because we try to layer things so that we don't lose our minds completely um in any case you know there's just a lot of claims about this tradition and history of people dancing with cats and i could find nothing other than the website for this book i could find nothing about this maybe I guess it's possible that it could be called something other than dancing with cats. Maybe that's my problem, the terminology here, but that's what I was given. <laughs> not finding it. I mean, they're like... You know what really happened, Paris? What? Catherine Gollin just got at all the other people that had a source. She took them all out. Maybe. Because she's a psycho she historian. <laughs> yeah, I just... You cite her, she'll hunt you down. Don't ever... Oh, shit, we brought her up. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, she's coming. Oh, Lord. Um, lock your doors here's another fun thing they so they don't state this outright but in quotations from you know the interviews with people in the book there are quotes scattered about that are like my cat cured my depression or like cured my arthritis and my favorite my favorite my cat cured my thing section is enid who claims that Ah, she allows her cat to sleep on her underwear and her shawl and when she wraps her shawl around her hands, her arthritis goes away. And then when she wears her underwear that the cat has slept on, it makes her hips more agile. And I, I don't think your cat is making making you know your hips is? fuck better, Enid. I don't think <laughs> you know what it is, happening. Paris? 
it's it's she's huffing the cat piss fumes so much because the cat's probably just pissing all over those things and she's getting so high that she just you know the the arthritis doesn't even register maybe it's that enid's or... also a personal favorite of mine by the way maybe it's toxoplasmosis maybe that's what it is it could be enid's one of my favorites in this book because she's the one that like has like a haughty attitude about cat dancing <laughs> yes Especially with, like, cats that, like, aren't proper cat dancers. There's a section here. According to Enid, these forces are channeled through Elgar, her cat, and released during the dance. The more graceful and at ease a cat is, the more peaceful and calm the energy received by its human dance partner will be. I've tried dancing with cats who are just hopeless, she complains. Overfed, bored felines who can't be bothered, and others who just want to show off. They leap about, twisting this way and that, without imparting any insight or spiritual depth at all. Enid, shut the fuck up. Let the cat dance all I want. <laughs> You're not the fucking cat dancing art critic here. Yeah, could you? Could it maybe be because cats aren't dancing and you're just trying <laughs> to rate cats on like how they're existing and playing? Uh, yeah, I mean, and so the whole book is about how dancing with your cat is good and how you should do it, but it fails on the instruction part. The only instructions given are... You have to do mirroring activities with your cat, and it can take weeks or months of doing these. So but by mirroring, they mean, like, you have to, like, do exactly what your cat is doing and then try to get it to do exactly what you're doing. Um, you know, and it doesn't say anything about positive reinforcement or anything. It just says, try to do mirror stuff with your cat. And then the second step is just believe. Of course. Good old believe. <laughs> Good old, I mean, a lot of the time, believe is just a substitute for don't worry about it. Just just don't worry about well, it. Why, like, don't think that hard. It's a combination of, like, believe and also don't be around people who don't believe that cats can dance because then it won't work. So if you have <laughs> someone watching you who doesn't think cats can dance, then it won't work. <laughs> if the entire time you're dancing with the cat that your friend is standing there going, this is fucking stupid, dude. Um, I don't, I'm going to go. It might kind of kill the vibe for you. And you might not actually get sucked into the negative submatter plane when your cat went dancing on you. <laughs> so, I mean, instead of real instructions as to, like, how to play with your cat better and do this activity or this trick, it's like culty religious bullshit like man i just want to play with my cat i just want to have a good time right like like what? if this book was just like you can try to dance with your cat and it might be fun to do that yeah. because it's fun to play with your animals like that is fine yeah. there's nothing wrong with that i'm not gonna say don't dance with your right. cat no and even if you know you were like oh try to get it to, you know if you wanted to teach your cat the trick of mirroring your movements here is what you could do. That's also fine. If you want to do that instead of just romping around with your cat, like not knocking that at all, but why does it have to be about cults and the fucking astral plane? Like why is it still happening? <laughs> why? Was Can't we just have like things, things can be fine and enjoyable even in just like the normal state. People are always trying to add this extra layer of like, oh, I'm like ascending to the spiritual. How about it's nice to play with your cat? Yeah, that, right, I mean, like that's how the other can thing. it? Can't we just have a simple enjoyment, Paris? Can't you just be like, my cat's fluffy and nice, and I love it, and I want to run around with it? Yeah, and I—that's like the other thing about this that's surprising is that there is scientific evidence that having a pet is beneficial to you. Like it is health. It is healthy for some people to have a pet because you have companionship. You have 
you know, another creature to kind of do things with, with, which can keep your mind nimble. You have something to take care of. It can help, you know, keep you like focused. There are, there are a lot of documented reasons why having a pet can actually be good for your health and, you know, can help your mind or, you know, in some cases, you know, that might have runoff effects to your body. And yet they don't talk about any of that. They're like, no, let your cat sleep on your underwear and he'll cure your arthritis. Like, that's not, <laughs> like, you're missing it. You're missing the entire thing. There's real things right, you're it's talking like, about. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like you have like a beautiful meal in front of you and it tastes good. And then you start going into like, well, like the cow that this was made out of, this burger was made out of, was like such, you know, a connected spiritual cow. And that's why this tastes good. No, it's just, it tastes pretty good, man. And we can have the simple enjoyment of that. This bread is extra good because it has the astral plane energy of the seventh subray. And I taught it to connect with me mentally. It's, can it just be good? Can't you just have a simple, nice enjoyment and appreciation of the mundane? Because you need that to kind of get, at least I need that. I need the simple enjoyment of food tastes good and that works for me god this is like every shitty restaurant that tries to convince you that their food is like you know i don't know made by fucking naiads like on a shoreline (laughs) in greece and they're like yeah this cheese is harvested from buffaloes by naiads in greece and you're like okay does it taste good like i (laughs) i don't care Harvest. Yeah, I care about like your ethical sourcing of materials sure. and stuff like yes, that. But correct. like the particular, pro- maybe the particular process is kind of interesting. But you know, in in the end, it's just like okay, cool. That's nice that that's part of it. But like, does it taste good? That's the simple enjoyment that yeah. I brought. like. And, and in this case, you know, don't don't ask yourself, does your cat taste good? We want you to ask yourself, like, am I having a yeah. good time having this pet? Are we? Or is, is this a mutually beneficial? thing? Cool. That's all it has to be. Yeah. You don't have to add in all this extra layers of like fucking energy condiments here like my astral ketchup (laughs) spiritual mayonnaise you're just gonna ruin it man just it's fine on its own oh that must be what they found in like coming level two maybe it was like spiritual mayonnaise. (laughs) that's true yeah then that previous book (laughs) uh yeah so as i was looking at this i started to notice that or i noticed one thing and then it led me to extrapolate into a different idea so i noticed that there's a 17-year-old girl named Aria, which is, of course, spelled A-R-I-J-A because she has to be cool. So Aria um, is a, a very in, uh, a very uh, adept cat dancer despite being 17, and she's dancing with her cat, yes. Petipa. Then I noticed that there was another person, an older man named Ralph dancing with Petipa. So I was like, oh... This dude recruited his daughter into cat dancing, which feels extra <laughs> weird. Um, and then I started to think, I wonder if I was like, this must just be a group of people who know each other, who are all in the shared delusion. You know, it's like foyadu, but foya, I don't know, what's the French word for like 12 people? I don't know. It's like it's just the shared delusion that a bunch of friends have because, you know, if you have a father and daughter, and then the people who wrote the book, I think, are partners. Like, and then there's a handful of other people. They must just all know each other and just be fucking weirdos that think. Yeah, they found themselves on like some kind of weird, you know, Discord or internet forum about cat dancing, and everyone was like, "Yeah, it's not like, yeah, I think it's I'm ascending to the astral plane." And then Dave comes in with like, "Well, be careful because if you do it too hard, you'll get into the negative submatter realm." And they're like, "Yeah, that makes sense." I mean, that does sound like a forum in 1999. I think I think that's probably <laughs> true. Man, 1999 sucked. I don't. I don't remember liking don't it particularly. Remember, everyone thought fucking Y2K, like the world was gonna end. 
on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Well, you know what happened, Paris? Is all the cat dancers dancing just the right way, and they mm-hmm. prevented that from happening. That's that's my claim that I'm making right here. Don't ask me for a source. No, you're probably right. I mean, we're still here, so you're yeah, right. Yeah, sounds right. Sounds right. <laughs> uh, there's more than one person in this book, speaking of like outrageous claims, that believes they can transmit exact dance steps to the cats with their mind. And this one kid, like Aria, the 17-year-old girl I mentioned earlier, she thinks if she colors the thought blue in her head, the cat receives it better. And then another guy tried to get a move like sent to his cat's mind, but then he thought about a race car and the cat crashed into a bookshelf like a race car. Real, uh, it can't just be the cat was running around with you and like cats can often be have little coordination when they're running that fast, right? <laughs> nope. I mean, this is like confirmation bias case one, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a lot of that. Uh, there's oh, the guy we talked about who was just wearing like a thong and a cat tail and it painted himself in stripes. He said that when he puts on the fake tail, he now thinks about birds differently. I put on a cat tail and birds are tasty now. I mean, poultry is a thing, man. It's a, you're not breaking any new ground here. Oh, sure. But he's saying he thinks about birds differently. So that, to me, means like you're looking at a sparrow and you you're know, going, mm, Whatever your method is, I right? Like, you know, everyone's got their process for whatever they're well, what doing. What is this process? What is he achieving by thinking about birds being tasty? Being more cat-like so he can dance with his cat and achieve feline Saiyan 3. Um, yeah. And his hair will turn into like cat hair, but it's like glowing green or something or blue. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, man. I guess if he wants to become a cat, sure, great. Um, oh God, we forgot. I fucked up the content warnings again. I forgot that there was this like weird. I don't know. Weird. I, I'm not sure. If, I don't know. Would you call this racist or would you call this just boomer shit? I don't know. I guess. I, guess I just generally same. under like you know how the boomer shit just likely has this a little bit too. <laughs> so you know what? I would uh, love for you to read that passage so we can get a full sense because it. it has yeah, two fun things in it. Um, phrasing. If I remember. Phrasing, people. Which... Phrasing. Just look for the veils, Chris. It should be easy to spot. Sooty twirls dervishly between Jane's swirling veil, responding with a series of graceful hip gyrations of her own. Jane's husband used to maintain that Sooty's jumping about was simply her excitement at the veil fluttering like a bird. But, Jane says, when he saw her waggling her hips into the music, he had to admit Pussy was really dancing. Jane thinks Sooty might be a reincarnated harem princess, or maybe she somehow absorbed the moves from always sleeping on the pile of Seventh Veil magazines in the living room. Either one, you know, maybe she just got the, you know, from osmosis from sleeping on the magazines, or she's a reincarnated harem princess. Could be either. Weird, just like, fetishization of another group of people that doesn't need to happen just does not does not <laughs> need to happen also to tell me that a cat's hips are gyrating i just i don't think i've ever seen a cat gyrate their hips i mean you know hats are different they might have different personalities some of them might have weird movements just sure. or yeah. what's wrong with your cat that's subreddit uh while we're on to that topic of weird shit here, I, in the uh, process of finding that passage, I stumbled upon this one that we can't forget to mention here. Yeah. 
Helen believes that Boots, her four-year-old Persian, dances so well with her because they share a lot in common. He's a Scorpio, and I have the sun in Pisces, so there's a good deal of karmic support. Also, our auras usually match, and numerologically, we're both eights, which makes for a strong psychic bond. So really got all that <laughs> numerology, some karma, a little astrology. However, to ensure the correct energy balances, Helen finds that adjustments to the physical environment may be necessary. I had the Feng Shui Catman in last year, and he had me place the cat door in the living room wall instead of the back door. That realignment really got Boots bunny hopping and stomping properly again. Can you imagine having, having like the money and resources and time to be like, I'm going to physically move this door from one end of my home to the other? And to hire the Feng Shui Catman, it's the Paris because there's just one dude doing that out there, I hope. Yeah, there's one Feng Shui Catman. Uh, I don't know, man. I wish that like I had lied to people and convinced them that I could do things like that. Like, yeah, I'm the just make up something. Like, yeah, I'm the... Uh, I'm oh, the... I'm the dog yoga guy. Um, you, if you just do dog yoga with me, then you'll ascend into, you know, the... Your consciousness will be raised to such a degree and you can communicate with your dog. If that doesn't work with you, perhaps you should try my astrology bird fellow, uh, friend here. He uh, also can maybe get you where you need to go. Uh, look, look, maybe you just need the fish chiropractor, okay? Like, maybe <laughs> crack that goldfish a little bit. Don't goldfish not a bone, so worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about That's it. That's why look. they need the chiropractor. Yeah, we actually add bones and then crack them <laughs> to the fish. <laughs> then shatter them. Anyway, um, you know, we've got we've got our last just little nugget, passing nugget of like what in the actual fuck that happened yes, in this you know, book. You thought this book could have so... it all, but you you never <laughs> thought that incest cardigans would be a thing, would you? In this book, <laughs> well, now they are. Get your incest cardigans. All right, Chris, you want to read the relevant best? Okay, this one's easy to spot because there's cats in cardigans here. Yeah, that's true. Or sweaters. Or... Hold on. Dresses? I, no, I thought it was sweaters. Yeah, cardigans. It's cardigans. Yeah. Two little newborn cardigans Joy found in the attic turned out to be irresistible to Pinkle and Tonk. The pink and blue jackets quickly became their favorite playthings, and one day when Joy dressed them up in them, the cats reacted in a most uncharacteristic way. Tonk doesn't usually play with Pinkle or vice versa, says Joy, but with the cardigans on, they leap all over each other like they were just thrilled to be together. Usually cats hate things on them, but Tonk especially is happy to wear hers all day. It was only recently that Joy learned that the jackets had been knitted for her great aunt and uncle who had lived in the Australian outback. They were extraordinarily close, never married, and spent all their lives together. Okay, so, so you, like, save the newborn-sized cardigans and this somehow created, like, the, the cardigans have bond energy on them? Yeah, so, to, to, just to clarify, we're talking about two kittens are being possessed by the spirits of incestuous great-aunt and uncle through their baby sweaters. I mean, we're we're speculating here because they, you know, apparently never married and never went anywhere else besides <laughs> their Australian outback place where they lived their whole lives. I mean, I feel like we're right. I feel like we've got yeah. <laughs> possessed incest sweaters. I Paris, think if they don't have to cite their sources, neither do we. Yeah, okay? that's right. Oh, I don't know. Is there anything else we wanted to discuss other than how shocking this this book was 
no, I mean, I think we can just go right into the can we fix it portion, which I think the notes you had on this is just mirroring what I would have to say about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So can we fix it? Uh, yeah, just just make a fun book about like playing with your cats and how having a pet is beneficial with some sources. But just leave out the concepts. The cats will cure your diseases. But you might build up so much energy that a mind tornado will tear your soul from you. Please, fewer photos of people, more of the cats. Thanks. That's, that's the one part I disagree with. Leave the people and that's fun. That's funny to see. Yeah, I would have been fine if they were just like, oh, here's, here's the people dancing around. Fine, whatever. We just dressed up people weird and made them dance with their cats and we took pictures of it. I would totally look at that Instagram. Wouldn't you look at that Instagram? Yeah, I would look at that Instagram, dancing with cats. Exactly, exactly. Um, But in any case, I was just overall, I was just shocked by how much weird and terrible shit uh, <laughs> was in this like picture you can book cram about out. cats. You don't like, need that much text. I cannot believe this. And I only I only saw this when uh Tanner, my fiance, was like moving stuff here and we're like putting books on shelves and I was like, What is this? And he was like, Oh, I got that from that bookstore that closed. I forget what it was called, but it was in Minneapolis and it was near his house. And I was just like, This is incredible. <laughs> this is also the man who had like lesbian nuns and then that what what do you what was the one we read that he also had? It was like, What is why are women funny anyway or something weird like that can i be a feminist ma or something can i can i be a feminist and like men or something it was just... yeah oh, anyway so from from the troves from the troves we found dancing with cats and it sure was a time hey all right well thanks to tanner for that one yeah thanks tanner and um maybe i'll try to dance with my cat i don't know he just looks like a little little croissant right now he's all curled up so yeah, there might be some supplementary content here. While we're thanking Tana, let's also thank our patrons for supporting the show. Thank you to Greg, Veronica, Will, D, Jared, Arant, Senia, Jakub, Lycoris, Elliot, Kieran, Martin, Luchek, Miri, Yanka, David, Anya, Patricia, Austin, Donnie, Crimson Paladin, Beast with the Least, Scott H, Robin, Laxtodes, Of the Void, The Taco Eating Unicorn, Last Man on Earth 01, Funny Robot with Antennas, Hobbyboy93, Harry, Renee, Emmy, Julius the Nice Dragon, and our Kofi donor Kiwi Thang. Thank you so much, everybody. All right, Paris, I'm going to go attempt to dance with the cat that I've been living with for over a decade that just hisses at me anytime I walk by. Well, Let's see how a, that goes. She's got cat PTSD. I don't know if dancing can cure that, true. but you can try. That's true. <laughs> All right, Paris. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Terrible Book Club. Terrible Book Club is an independent podcast produced by your hosts, Paris and Chris. Sound design and audio editing by Chris, with sound effects and music by Epidemic Sound and sometimes also Chris. Our theme song is Kiss by Yearn, which is, you guessed it, actually, also Chris. You can find more of his soothing synthy sounds on Bandcamp at yearn.bandcamp.com. Do you want us to review a book of your choice on the show? Do you want access to some extra audiovisual weirdness? If so, become a patron at patreon.com slash terriblebookclub. If you'd like to send us a one-time tip instead, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash terriblebookclub. You can also support TBC for free by sharing the show on social media, following our accounts on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or Goodreads, telling your friends about your favorite episode, or by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or anywhere else on the internet. To send us book recommendations or your adorable pet photos, send an email to terriblebookclub at gmail.com.